What's going on, everybody? This is the Hockey Dudes Podcast. Not even going to waste your time with an open right now. Just going to get into a couple of the L's that the Jackets and Team USA took last night. It was absolutely brutal. And I'm, well, for one, I don't apologize to anybody that stayed up and watched the Flames game because I think for me personally, I, those are my favorite games to watch. I don't I've just always been a late night guy. I've I, my core memories as a Jackets fan was, of course, when the Jackets played in the Western Conference and I got to just my dad let me stay up and watch them play in Calgary and Vancouver and Edmonton and uh, Anaheim, San Jose, all those all those late night games that that was every Jackets away game, essentially, when they played in the West, they played each team like twice. So that happened very often. And. You know, so I'm not surprised that the Jackets got beat down. I mean, the Flames are, I mean, they're they're freaking rockets. They're rockets. They're they are launching themselves into Stanley Cup contention with the way that they're playing. They just traded for Tyler Toffoli, who had a goal last night, an an impressive goal. I mean, dude, <laughs> it was the sweatiest goal of all time. It was the sweatiest. No one's gonna understand this reference, but if you do, then you are gonna understand this reference. Tyler Toffoli was a guy that got added. He was the fourth guy in a Fortnite squad of three guys that are just elite. And in a big moment, Toffoli was able to get a knock. It wasn't a knock that they needed, but Toffoli was off with a one-on-one on a guy, and he just dummied him. And that's exactly what happened in the game. Uh, Toffoli didn't need to score, but as a guy who just got traded to Calgary from Montreal, he had a big goal last night. Uh, I honestly thought the Jackets played a very good first period. I don't think that is much of a hot take at all. I think the Jackets, they outshot Calgary in the first period. It was a back-and-forth first period. Jackets had plenty of chances. Line A just had the dangles of his life there. The Jackets played a lot of the first period, actually, in the offensive end. It It was impressive. It was impressive. The first goal they gave up was within the first three minutes. Gavin Bayreuther couldn't cleanly collect an Elvis little dump to the boards. And he just, he got buckled by two guys, got it back up to the point. And then uh, I forget who it was for Calgary that just made the longest 35 foot putt in between Elvis's legs. And that's how the game started. And I wasn't even mad about it because I had the over. So Jackets overs have been hitting at a fantastic rate this year. I think I'm going to keep keep up with that. Uh, that's why I said before the year that I'm just going to bet Jackets overs, and they've been fruitful for me so far. But, I mean, obviously I, I, I had hopes that maybe the Jackets could pull off a win, especially after that first period. They get a goal to end that first period. Adam Boquest, he does what he does best. He just he flies down into the offensive zone at, right as a defenseman. The two guys that scored for us last night were defensemen. I don't know what that – says about our offense but I'll tell you what it says about our defense is we got guys that we got guys that can score and we got guys that like to score we got guys that like to get involved in the offense and Boquest is certainly one of those guys look look how deep he was in the offensive zone on that rush with Patrick Line and I know that makes things tougher on the back end for Elvis and I saw some people tweeting like you know they're done with Elvis they're ready for him to be traded Let's just go in on Corpy. Elvis is still a hot name. 
Trubisky will certainly will be able to get some return for him. But I think people are realizing that Elvis isn't this like savior goaltender or anything like that. That's going to lead this team to a Stanley Cup. I'll push back on that and say Elvis Elvis does not play on a well-constructed team. This team is not well-built for goalies to succeed. I don't I don't know what you would need in order for to have won that game last night. You would have needed like prime Patrick Waugh. Like 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 there's no chance. There's no chance in hell the Jackets were going to win that game last night. The Calgary was just playing at a different clip. They're playing at a different clip right now. They are a Stanley Cup contending team. They they've they've bought in on this season. They are looking to win the Pacific. I got no issues with the way the Jackets played last night. I, I really, truly don't. I mean, Calgary's won nine of the, their last ten games, so I'm not, I'm not nearly surprised that the Jackets lost that one. It is what it is, though, right? Um, it is what it is. I'll play some. I, I will get you some sound here, because. Why why would I continue to talk about it when we could just get uh old Brad Larson on here to give his thoughts? Actually, let's go with Zach Wrensky, who he had a goal. He had a goal. And even though he played well, I think he would be like one of the first people to put their hands up and say, uh there were mistakes that cost them. We put in some good minutes and kind of shot ourselves in the foot with some of the turnovers, power play. Uh, I score a shorthanded goal, and, you know, it's frustrating, but uh, we've played some good hockey as of late, so uh, we can learn from this, move by it, and, and we're on to Chicago, so we got to get back on track. That's true. The, the, there was a big portion of the second period, and Calgary definitely got some wind from the fact that they were playing a lot with a man advantage. I think they played – I think the Jackets killed off two straight penalties, actually. I think the Jackets – they they went down a man twice in the second period, killed off both penalties. But at that point, Calgary, like, it's not always a win when you kill off a penalty. Like, it's not like you get momentum back. Sometimes you do. But other times when you're playing a team like Calgary, who's playing their home barn, who already has a lead, they just get confidence and it, it proved, it proved. And then the Jackets, like, they had a power play and then they gave up a shorthanded goal. So that wasn't fun at all. Uh, here's more on Zach Wierenski talking about that shorthanded goal, admitting that uh, the game definitely tilted the other way. Whenever um, you lose momentum on your power play, it definitely hurts your team, especially with a shorthanded goal against. Kind of takes the wind out of your sails a little bit. Uh, I thought we did a fine job you know, kind of early in the third trying to establish our game and like score some goals. A shorthanded goal against? Come on. Uh no, yeah, that shorthanded goal was obviously that that just killed. That just killed. Because at that point, Calgary was up three one. You still believed, and then the shorthanded goal came in the final minute of the second period. And yeah, at that point, you kind of just it kind of just felt like the game was over. Four um, <laughs> one on the on the road. I don't think a lot of people are expecting their team to be able to come back in that one. Uh, and then here's Adam Boquest talking. Adam Boquest, again, just to deep dive into who he is before I play a soundbite, he's a guy who just, 
tremendous, tremendous uh, offensive upside, right? This team's kind of built like that. They're kind of built with defensemen that have offensive upside. And I think when you look at guys like Jake Bean and you look at Adam Boquist, you put their offensive capabilities together and you have pretty much kind of what Seth Jones was as one player, right? You don't really... You don't really lose anything offensively with those two guys. Like, they, they definitely bring it. Now, you definitely lose something defensively. They definitely are a lot of times caught slacking in the neutral zone. Uh, they, they may not get their hips fully turned around when uh, wingers are pushing up ice, and that can lead to Elvis being left alone with a guy in front of him. And that happened last night. But overall, I really like these two young guys, and I think defense is their defensive side is certainly something that can pick up. I don't think that's anything because of their capabilities. I think it's just maybe either coaching or their just their their lack of uh their lack of respect for the other team. I think when you are playing in a game the way the Jackets were with the Flames, you you're playing tight, you were down 2-0, you made it 2-1. You know the Flames are as good of a team as they are, but they're not really putting a lot of heat on you. No pun intended. Uh, you kind of get comfortable, and maybe you get too comfortable, and maybe you let some things happen on the back end. But here's Adam Boquest saying, uh, "You just can't make mistakes against good teams." That's what happened when you play uh, play a good team, you know. Uh, especially uh, you see Johnny Hockey's out there, you know. You don't want to turn it over. But overall, I think uh, it's it's exciting to play good teams. Uh, you know, uh, that's what we want to do. We want to be in the playoffs run, and, uh, and then you gotta uh, find a way to win these games. Yeah, that was uh, pretty pretty incredible, right? Johnny Hockey's pass to Matthew Kachuk. That was that was disgusting. Uh, for sure. For sure, that was nasty. He just launched it over the whole team. And, and yeah, you, he's exactly right. You can't make mistakes against teams like the Flames. You can't make, make mistakes against teams like anybody. Uh, because any team will capitalize on your mistakes. But especially the Flames. Especially the Flames, they're a good team. I, I'm, I'm sad that we won't get them again. Uh, get sweeped by them. Remember the last time the Jackets played them, they got beat six nothing. So, uh, they scored two goals. So that's kind of an improvement. I'd like to see things get better offensively. I mean, the Jackets are just giving up a lot of goals in their last few games. I mean, they gave up six, obviously last night. Uh, they had good games against the Canadians, Sabers, but they gave up four to the Capitals, eight to the Panthers. Uh, we gotta clean that up. And we got Chicago coming in. Chicago's a team. Chicago's an interesting team because they they are hit or miss, right? And they just got a big win a couple nights ago. They played the Jets. And the Jets are a team that are certainly kind of in that same spot, but maybe with a more realistic chance than the Blackhawks at winning, uh, at getting in the playoffs. And, and hey, the, the Blackhawks beat them. So the Blackhawks are a good team too. Uh, they're feisty. I think... I, I'm not out on this team, on this Jackets team making the playoffs, actually. I've been I've been looking at it. I've been processing it. I've been watching this team play in its wins. And when you just win games, that that can be a deadly thing. That can be that can be COVID. Winning games can be COVID and it can spread fast amongst your locker room. And it can I I think I think it, it you know, with a team that's 23, 23 and one. How can you how can you count that team out? I know they are what are they? They're 11 points back from the Bruins. But the Bruins 
they still are going to be missing Brad Marchand for three more games. Uh, they lost last night, and the Bruins' upcoming schedule doesn't necessarily favor them. It, they got the the Bruins got the Islanders tomorrow night on the road. Then they got Ottawa, who's always tough. So those are two tough games, two tough road games. Then they got then they got Colorado, then they got Seattle. Actually, look at this. Look at this. Here's here's my they got their West Coast trip. Boston has their West Coast trip in Seattle, San Jose, Los Angeles, Anaheim, Vegas, and then they come to Columbus on March 5th. If the Jackets can gain, I don't know, they're down 11 points. If the Jackets can get 5 points. If they can cut that deficit in half and then they can get the Boston Bruins coming into town for I think that's Rick Nash night, right? March 5th for Rick Nash retirement jersey night, jersey night. I I think the Jackets I think the, there's still games left. You know what I mean? There's still games left to be played. I'm not going to count this team out. I'm still going to be tapped in and let's just give Brad Larson's final thoughts on uh uh too many mistakes again takes away from a great team. They're a powerhouse team and they're adding to their group and they're big, they're strong. They're, you got a good balance of veteran guys and it's a pretty deep team. You, we can have anybody not on board in that game, not one, uh, to, to stay with them for 60 and especially costly turnovers and, and things of those nature. So those teams are deep, you know, I think they've won what six or seven in a row now they're, uh, they're rolling pretty good. So your, your margin for error is very small. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So your margin of error is very small for sure. All right, let's keep pushing on here. Team USA Hockey, massive L last night, uh, brutal L last night. You only get four years to play in this event. You only get four years as a fan to watch this event. So I have no, I, I have zero judgment on the hockey fans that stayed up till 2 a.m. when that game wrapped. I think it was like 2 a.m. when that game wrapped up. Uh, I I get it. Trust me, I get it. This is this is Team USA hockey. They play in the Olympics every four years, so it's a big deal. And listen, USA has the the world's best hockey league. They have the second most players in the NHL. Canada has the most. This this is a team that should be playing in the gold medal game every single Olympics. And it is disappointing that they lost in the fashion that they did. Last 40 seconds of the game, they're up 2-1. If they win it, they move on to the semifinal. And you know the big dog that's waiting at the end of that in the gold medal game. It's Canada, right? What more could you want? than a USA-Canada gold medal hockey game. That's that's exactly what you hope for when you look forward to the Olympics. And it's just, to not get that is disappointing. It is disappointing. Even though, of course, these aren't the the league's top players. These, these aren't uh, even any current players in the league. There's still some studs on this roster. There's still some guys that will be in the NHL. It's a very mem. It, it it could have been a very memorable Olympic gold gold medal game. Is all I'm saying. And I do feel sorry for the fans that stayed up and watched that game. I feel sorry that I feel sorry for the players. I honestly do. I know. I know. Shit. I, I know they tried their absolute hardest. There's that goes without saying. 
and to lose in, in a in a shootout doesn't seem right in a way. And I almost feel like I'd be saying this even if the if Team USA would have won in the shootout. Just just do it NHL playoff style. Just do it first one to get a goal. Why do we have to do the shootout? I'm pretty sure that's how they did it in the uh 2010 Olympics in Vancouver, no? I don't know. So, uh, T's and P's. T's and P's for Team USA getting home, get home safely. I, I'm seeing that some athletes already are coming home safely, so that's good. Uh, Team USA women's, though, they do play in the gold medal game against Canada tonight. So that was all, wipe that all away and just be gr- be glad that someone's good enough to get to the gold medal game. I'm excited for that one. That one's at 11 o'clock tonight, so it's definitely a late dog. Definitely a late dog, but I will be, I'll be tapped in. I don't know what else to say other than it was fantastic four years ago when they met in Pyeongchang, and uh, T- uh, USA won in a shootout. I expect another dub. I expect Team USA to defend their title, and... Yeah, let's get after it. I know Team USA lost to Canada earlier in this Olympics, like in the group round, but who cares? Like, I mean, that doesn't even count. Everybody knows this is for this is for gold. This is for gold. So let's get it, ladies. Go get after it. I will be tapped into that one. Some other NHL stuff. Let me just bounce around here. Sidney Crosby had 500 goals. He's had a phenomenal career, man. I mean, he's just been absolutely, uh, like I said, I, I I can't say it enough, okay? he I have lost the fight with Sidney Crosby. He is an all-time great. He is absolutely just owned us. He is a phenomenal hockey player to watch, and I actually find myself in a way rooting for him. I, I just do. I just root for him. I know that's like, that's the most like, that's the most sacrilegious thing you could probably say as a Blue Jackets fan. But what is my team doing right now? My team's doing nothing. My team's done nothing. The one thing that I have to celebrate is a sweep of the Tampa Bay Lightning from 2019, with that, which was three years ago, by the way. And 15 of the guys on the team that did that, not even not even on the Jackets anymore. The coach isn't even coaching the Jackets anymore. Meanwhile, Tampa Bay's won two Stanley Cups and has the same core. My team is pathetic. And then you have success going on in our neighboring city in Pittsburgh, and I just have to admire it. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I've lost the fight. I've lost the energy. I, P- Penguins fans, they don't even chirp back anymore. I'm not even worth their time. Sidney Crosby is just that good. And I have this debate with, with uh, people all the time. Would Sidney Crosby, is he, the, is he the greatest of all time? Is he better than Wayne Gretzky? Like, everything you know with uh, how technology has changed and how skating techniques have changed and how goalies have changed. What would, what would the damage be? What would the damage, what damage would Sidney Crosby do if he was in the air that Wayne Gretzky played in? And the answer is it just would be significant. This isn't like if LeBron James played in the era where Jordan played with plumbers. No, it it actually is that. It actually is that. I I, I mean, it would be disgusting. 
it'd be disgusting. I, I got We just got to appreciate the greats while they're still playing. I can look past the black and gold. Honestly, they got three cups on. Honestly, if they win a fourth, what, what the, what the hell does it change for me? They've actually owned my buns. They have owned my buns. I have lost the fight against them. So I'm waving the white flag and admitting that Sidney Crosby, hell of a career, hell of a man too. Honestly, hell of a man. Still has a girl's name. I won't. I will not back down on that. He definitely, definitely has a girl's name. That is a fact. Uh, some other games I get. I told you I was watching the Bruins and Rangers game. Panarin's goal was just disgusting. Panarin. Every time I watch the Rangers get a shootout, Panarin he clutches up and he gets a goal. I saw Revo had a goal too. He had the the shootout winning goal. That's huge for him. I also saw uh, Nick Foligno carry it down. For the Bruins, the chance to win, and I and he the stat came up. He's 0 and 11 in shootouts. And I thought it was kind of funny because I was like, at a time, the Penguins had Sidney Crosby as their captain, who just scored their 500th goal tonight. Ovi is the Washington Capitals captain, who just hit another clap bomb from his office, by the way, last night against the Predators. Um, and Nick Foligno's 0 and 12 in shootouts. Just funny to me. And I love Nick Foligno. He's definitely Pops. He is definitely the dad of Columbus Blue Jackets hockey. Uh, and he's for, forever the best captain the Jackets have ever had. I hope he keeps playing into his 40s. That way he just continues to accumulate points. And uh, I hope we retire his jersey. I, I hope that happens. Because I think he was a better captain here than Rick Nash was. I, I, I think when you look at the way that he left his situation... He might have gotten away with the fact that the team needed a rebuild, and conveniently that might have been right around the same time where he wanted to leave too. But he didn't. He didn't ask for a trade. And I know obviously Rick Nash has came back and said, "Well, you know, it wasn't. It didn't happen the way people think that it happened. They never built a team around me." Okay, whatever, Rick Nash. I mean, you you still went and played for the Rangers. You dirt. You dirt bag. And then the Bruins. And Nick Foligno then went and played for the Bruins. So he's, they're both dirtbags, okay? In the end, all hockey players are dirtbags. And that doesn't take away from the fact that Nick Foligno was the captain of this team during the John Tortorella era, which was the best era of Blue Jackets hockey so far. So far. So if we retire his jersey, I, w- I would be very happy with that. But it's just funny that... He hasn't scored one shootout goal in 12 attempts in his career. That's just funny. And I know shootout goals are hard to score. Shoot, I can't even score a shootout goal in beer league. I'm like, I've like, I'm going like four shootouts in a row without a, without a goal. So I know it's hard, but I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny that on a night where Sid had his 500th goal, Ovi hit a clap bomb from his office. That's what you get. Uh, also, I, I also want to say this because I've been watching a little bit of the NBA. I've been watching the Cavs a little bit. And well, I just, when I say a little bit, I mean, just last night. And I, I thought it was funny that they were talking about the NBA all-star game. And I just want to be thankful that we have that out of the way, by the way, as, as hockey fans, our all-star game dead and gone with, we don't have to sit there and think, Oh, we got the all-star game coming up. I'm going to have to miss out on watching my team play. No, that's over and done. We can just put that out of our sight, out of our mind, and just focus on this little playoff run here. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Okay. I think that's pretty much it. Oh, Evander Kane got booed last night. He made his return to San Jose. Uh, (laughs) 
I think I did a decent job covering all the Evander Kane stuff over the summer. And I was heavily invested in the story. One, because it had a little bit to do with gambling, obviously, uh, because of the mistakes Evander has made in his time in San Jose and uh, was betting on games and he was bankrupt. Uh, but I mean, he's a fan. He's a phenomenal player. He is actually very good. And to see Edmonton take a chance on him. Listen, I'm always going to believe in second, third, fourth, fifth, eighth chances for guys. I'm never going to say, no, don't give that guy a chance. I just believe that. It's just what I believe. It's part of my faith, I guess, is just give endless amounts of grace, mercy, and love. And uh, Evander Kane got that. And he's still young. He's only 30 years old. He's played for, this is like his fifth team he's played for. He's obviously battling some demons. I hope he fights him. I hope he finds a home in Edmonton. He's obviously helped Edmonton fight their way back. He's been a, he's brought some life to their team. I know they fired their coach, but <laughs> uh, I think Edmonton still is they still got a chance at winning the Stanley Cup. And I, I it, that 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 it, that says a lot considering the fact that they seriously were one of the they they lost like they lost like eleven games in a row. And they still might have a chance to do a full circle back around and win the Stanley Cup. It just would be very impressive. And I'd love to see it because Connor McDavid is my favorite player. I don't know how Connor McDavid cannot be anyone's favorite player right now. He's just incredible. And uh, he he hasn't been able to transition that incredible regular season play into the postseason yet. And I, I'm just looking forward to him getting another chance. I want to see them get out of the first round. And I want to see them go deep in the playoffs. I, I don't think they've done that since like 2017. I think they went and lost in the second round of the Ducks. Ducks ended up going to the Western Conference final against the Preds. And then the Preds uh, lost to the Penguins. Uh, I think that was the last time. Connor, so Connor McDavid has won a playoff series. It's not like they've been the least level of bad. But I just would like to see them with that core get a little bit further. All right. Uh, pretty much wraps it up. I'll be back Ah, shoot. I don't know when I'll be back, but I'll be back sometime. I mean, I know. I know. Hayden sucks. Hayden. Hayden's a busy guy. You guys know that TikTok sound where it's like, Cody. Cody this, Cody that. Cody's me, bro. Let me be me. That's me right now. Uh, all right. I guess I'll just... Uh, yeah. Oh, 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 I, I am going to uh, the Ohio State hockey game this weekend. So that's kind of exciting. I'm going up to Michigan. I'm going to go check out Yost Arena. It's going to be my first time up there. And I'll, you know, I'll put some stuff on the hockey dudes. Check it out. I know it is the best arena, best barn in college hockey. And I'll be looking forward to sharing some of that content with you. So follow the hockey dudes. Follow me on Twitter, HaydenH971. And... Let's just get after it, and everybody have a good, uh, I don't know, I guess rest of your day. Go Coats. Tell your dog.